Are we Gucci? <sighs> Check. Mike. Yeah, we're good. I feel yeah, like we I haven't done facing, this. I'm facing a weird way. Hang on. This is weird. Fuck. Yeah, it's been a while. All right. Honestly, we haven't. I don't think we've recorded an episode in like two and a half weeks since Mark Russell. Yeah. Oh, wait. Are we going to release one before? No, we'll release it after. Mark's going to be Mark's Monday, and then we yeah, release this one more timely. Okay, so then we can do this one then. All right, we're live. Okay, so wait, 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 wait. We're live. <laughs> Boom. Actually, we haven't recorded in a while. Yeah. What do I talk about, man? I don't know. You want to talk about current events? I can do that. Well, let's talk about running. You have some sick running shorts. I do. So, good deal on them. Anybody who has an Amex Platinum, if you, uh, registration's probably closed by now, but if you register, it's $50 credit if you spend $50 or more. So, $68 shorts. I would never spend that. You know that. Yeah, but those are nice. $18 shorts. People aren't going to watch this, but yeah, whatever. Why'd you buy Lime Green? Um, cause sometimes I run on the road in Vaughn. Oh. There's uh some of the streets don't have sidewalks. So like I run on the road. At least these are a little bit more noticeable. Yeah. I thought these were basic. I wanted just the neon like everyone else has. No, I don't. Plus I also I've actually don't never have, seen that. Color yeah. I don't, I don't have these. I wanted to do something really bright. It was either this or orange. Also, I just noticed you have Liz Goslin bracelets. Yeah. They sent it to me. Oh yeah. Oh, so you bought couple. them. I was like, I can't expect you to buy those things. No, no. Um, I actually really like it though. So I, I DM them. My mom wanted a couple. So I DM them. Like, you guys want to do a collab? Like a month later, she, they responded like, yeah, we'll send you some for you and your mom. So they sent me these two. And then my mom's got the gold with the hearts and then the gold happy faces. I actually love them. Are they like unisex? Uh, well, they have men's and women's. It's mainly the, the main difference is the size, I think. The men's oh, are a little bit bigger. And then men's have like black ones as well. And the girls have gold and, uh, and a rose gold. They're massive. Those You're stylish, man. man. You're actually I'm quite stylish though. You don't look like a dad. If you saw me earlier, time, I had my shirt bad. tucked in earlier today. My golf shirt tucked in. Oh, I look all right, man. Speaking of dads, John's going to be a dad soon. Oh, are we talking about that? Yeah, we can. It's open. Yeah, it's oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John's going to be a dad yeah, soon. Yeah. I'm going to be a Big, uh, yeah, Uncle Rick. Fuck wild. They know what it is. They don't know yet. Uh, no, they don't. I, they were going to do a gender reveal party, but I don't think they're doing it now just because like, there's like so much happening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know why. I was like, I saw like the, whatever you call those little photos, ultrasounds. Yeah. And I'm like, it's a boy. For sure, it's a boy. And then I'm like. <laughs> I don't know why I said for sure it's a boy. I have no idea what the difference in, like, at yeah. that, like, it's a little peanut right now, right? Or I feel like your brother's going to have, I feel like knowing your brother and Virgie, I would guess boy. I think the first one will be a boy, then second or third or however many they have. It's 50-50. Actually, it's not 50-50. It's actually like 60-40 chance of girl to boy. Really? Yeah. More, um, we should have Danielle here. Statistically speaking, I think, um, there is a higher birth rate of women uh, females to males, I think these days. We might look it up right now. Not sixty forty though. I think it's like sixty percent. Let me look it up while we're, while we're discussing. This, That's actually wild. I'm pretty sure that it's changed a lot, and I think it's because I don't know why. We guess something like lower sperm counts these days in men compared to like a few years ago, but why well, sperm um, count has to do with men or women? I don't know. That's a guess. Let me retract that <laughs> to like it from that birth rates of male, female to male. That'd be a good one for Danielle. Uh, Thanks for yeah. skipping this episode, Danielle. Appreciate that one. Uh, the odds you give birth to a boy girl depend on where in the world. Um, I'm just looking this up right now. It's actually, so I could be wrong. Most countries, there are around 105 males to 100 female births. Wait. That's still North. 
North American. It's a five percent difference. That's actually pretty. It's that's pretty spot on. Yeah, it's yeah. actually. Yeah, it's actually not. Uh, yeah, slightly under five. North American birth rate by is it sex or gender? This is a sticky topic here. Sex <laughs> or gender? I guess I don't know. Sorry, apologies to anybody. I actually don't know. Uh, total births. Okay, wait. No, that's fertility rate. That's not going to help me. Uh, anyways, this is, we're not going to find yeah, this Yeah, right let's now. move on because this would be a, a tricky one. We'll be Googling for a while. Anyways, um, I could be, I guess it looks like I'm wrong, but someone, I think my sister told me or someone told me that there's more, more female babies born relative, compared to male babies these days. And I thought it was like six, six to four or 60, 40. I thought that'd be a lot. I'd be shocked if that's accurate. If anyone, uh, is listening this early on and has not fallen asleep yet. This would be going from Vishal to like thing. Vishal yeah. will check this. Or John probably will. John's probably read all these books about it yeah. already. Yeah, I was supposed to see your brother next week. We're going to go golfing. Are you guys golfing? No, I have to cancel though because I went with, uh, with some work stuff. But I got to get together with him here about his trip too because he was in uh, Bali. So shockingly, he said he didn't love it like he was expecting. Yeah, yeah he said is, that to me. Yeah. He said, I'll fill you when I see you. But he said that he didn't. Uh, he had a bad experience have at the Have you been there? Bali, yeah. Did you go get Lee or? No. Just ball, just seven yak. Seven yak? Yeah, yeah. That's where like the W is and like the beach parties and yes, stuff. Yes, yes, yes. How'd you like it? Um, so I liked, I actually, I liked it a lot. Like I like what it's, I, I like how it like feels and like all this stuff. Like it feels very tropical, bohemian, whatever, very chill. Um, like I liked it better than I think like Thailand, but I also again only did Bangkok, but it felt more relaxed. Um, and your dollar goes pretty far there, similar, I guess, to, to Thailand. But I was only there for like seven days. I was, to, I was supposed to spend a month there, and then it got cut short when I flew to like the UK. Um, so because I was there so short, I was supposed to do originally Seminyak, um, oh shit, Seminyak, Kuta, and there's another one. Um, it'll come to me, but it's like more of the backpacker area, younger, younger area and the Gili Islands and, and Ubud. And I didn't do any of them. I just did seven yak. Cause I was like seven days. I'm moving around. I don't want to pack up and move and yeah, pack yeah, up and yeah. move. So I just stayed in, yeah, in the seven yak. You're in a hostel or? I stayed in a hostel for a few days and then I was like, ah, my man splurged. I got a $50 yeah, yeah, bill. I, I, I ended up staying the W for a couple nights. Oh, not even, um, not even a bill. Like, my man really yeah. went in. Well, no. So what I actually, what I did was I stayed, so I was in a hostel for the first two nights, I think it was like it was a pretty nice hostel. It, like it, it was a very, it felt like a, like a villa almost, like very like tropical. Had a little small pool. But because I was, I knew it was gonna be rushed. I really wanted to relax. It was like just a chaotic bit of travel. I went and stayed. I rented a place on, uh, I think it was like Booking dot com, and it was like a hotel, but it was like a private, you had a private room, private little villa, and like your own pool for like I don't know, fifty bucks a night, stop forty, fifty bucks a night. Really nice. I did two days, I think, in that place, and then I did my last two nights at, at the W. W there's crazy. I heard it's sick. The there. rooms, like, they're just like, I don't explain it. Like, are they like, just cool? They're big. Like, they're like the washrooms are like giant, like all stone. The shower is as tall as this room. Like, it's crazy. Uh, and the pool's sick. You're on the beach, and it's the W, so it's cool. Yeah, that was a good time. And the nice part about that air, that air is you can get like villas and like actually like sick hotels for dirt cheap. Oh yeah. Like you can actually like one hotel was probably like. A normal hotel in that part of the world is like 20 bucks. It's like basic yeah, air yeah. condition. That's it. Because, or you could stay somewhere really nice for like 50, 60 bucks. Yeah. Because you, you also like, um, there's like, there's chain hotels. There. Like Marriott has a lot of hotels, but there's also like those like private ones. Same yeah. as like Thailand, right? It's actually like the exact same as Thailand. 
What'd you like better? Sorry, I never asked you. Well, I only did Bangkok. I never did the islands. I did Bangkok and Chiang Mai in Thailand. I never did the islands. So I would assume it's the same. Your brother can probably speak to him more because he's done both. Yeah, like, yeah. You haven't done Bali. No, no, never done Bali. Bali's, I think Bali would be very cool to go with a, like a few people um, and like rent like a villa or something. Because I looked on Airbnb. Villas are like, you can get like a, f- a villa that sleeps like six people, like three, four bedroom place. Really nice private pool and everything for three hundred bucks a night, something like that. Yeah, we're three to five hundred bucks. You know, we're spending like two thousand a night in Mykonos. Yeah, it, it's actually oh. crazy. And the thing is, they look just as nice, if not nicer, and they're massive. And yeah, you, it's crazy. Problem is, you fly like to get there is fifteen hours, something like that. I think more than that. No. Well, you'd fly either to like you'd fly to J- Taipei, you'd fly to Japan, China, uh, China, Singapore, like that side of the world. Yeah, and that yeah. flight alone is from Toronto is probably like thirteen hours. So you're right. It's probably like 18. Yeah, I did mine. I flew to Finland. When I went to Bangkok, I flew to Finland, which was... That's so random. Seven. And th- yeah. I what airline did you fly with? Uh, I can't remember. And then from Finland to Bangkok was, I think, 11. That's a or, weird or way to ten. go. Do you know, it was so weird, but the coolest part was is I get to knock Finland off my uh, country. Did you go out of the I airport? I left the airport. Oh, smart. Left the airport specifically just to count it. Wait, how long did you go to the airport? Did you walked out? Uh, yeah, literally, because I had... it was. Two flights, but I had separate bo- uh, tickets. Yeah, it wasn't like one of the ones where it's one. Yeah, yeah. So I literally got out and I just had my bag with me, so it was easy. Got out, literally just kind of like walked around a little bit, just wanted to like see what it looked yeah. like, and then I got back in. I did it. Then on my way home, I flew around the other side of the world. So I flew from, um, I think from again Bangkok to um, somewhere in China. Yeah, and then China direct. But you went, I went like. The other, the other way. Yeah, so yeah. I literally traveled that around. That flight was how, like what, 14 hours, 13 hours? It was a big one. I can't remember, but it was like, that was the longest flight I've ever been on my entire life. I kind of want to go back to that side of the world. I was talking to Becca about it and I asked her if she would want to do it because I really want to go back to Japan. Yeah. Um, literally, I was just talking to someone about that the other day. Yeah. I want to go back and do it. But you know what's weird? So I asked her if she wants to do it. She like She's like, yeah, I want to do it. She wants to do Thailand too. And that's like a, if you haven't done the side of the world, Thailand's the easiest really. Yeah. Um, well, not the, it's got, it's not, not something for everybody, right? Like, it's you like, can chill, you can party, you can go to nice foods, nice restaurant. Like, you can go sightseeing. Bang for your buck. Yeah, great. like, it's... The only tough part is getting there. Once you're there, so everything's that's, easy. That's the downside, too, because we talk about it. And I was like, even Tuk Tuk's, like, you get anywhere in the city, in Bangkok, for, like, 10 yeah. bucks. Yeah, and I uh, we talked about going, and she's like, yeah, I want to go out there. And I was like, I'd like to go back. But it's so interesting... Um, I don't know why I say so interesting, but I think it's that's what you say all. Yeah, time. I know. I say I think everything's that's interesting. So interesting. Well, I say it a lot. I don't think everything's interesting. Actually, I do think everything's interesting, <laughs> but I want to go as well. I'd actually really love to go back to like Thailand and do the islands, and especially go with her. But now that like the world's kind of opened up and like Europe's back and everything, it's it's this this, this like constant like battle because. Like Thailand, you can go anytime really. Well, not the rainy season, but more or less, it's pretty much any time of the year is, is pretty good. Um, but like somewhere like Bali is Bali's peak season is from like April to like September, right? Yeah. So same as like Europe, essentially. Yep. So we talked about going, and I was like, well, it's so hard because I love going to Greece. I like Greece, Italy, Spain, all the southern like whatever. The Mediterranean. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, what? Like, would I be willing to give up a summer of like? Would I rather trade an option to go there for a few weeks? Or go out there. It's so hard because I just love the Mediterranean. The other side is, is like it's such a different experience. I like flying. So the 13-hour flight, if you're using points and you can fly in business, like it's amazing because there's such great flights out that way. It's just so hard. You know what I mean? It's just tough because you, you're not going to do it for less than a week. You, minimum, you need a week. Yeah. And to take two separate weeks off between like you know a busy time of the year because I, I don't know about your industry. Is, is summer busier than winter? No. Winter's um, busier? 
August is the slowest month for us, I think, because a lot of people take vacation yeah, before yeah. school. Um, yeah, but summer. That's August is slow. December is kind of slow. It's a yeah, lot of work Christmas, events yeah, and Christmas yeah, yeah. stuff. But I would. Um, I, I know exactly what you mean because even me and John were talking about this because I said we're doing Mykonos and Ibiza again. John's like, "Man, you're doing the same trip again." I was like, "Well, we're mixing it up a tiny bit," but I'm like, "I know what I love." Yeah, I know I love Mykonos, especially with like our crew. I know I love Ibiza. Why would I change it up? Like yeah. you do a couple of different. That's why I'm not coming to Barcelona because like I know I love it, but I know I love those two places. Other, let me try something else. Right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like you said, it's it's hard to give up those when you're when you're there. Yeah, like man, like it's it's tough because I would love to do a different part. You know, do the Alps or something, go on like a ski a ski trip in the Alps yeah, or yeah. something. But okay, then I'm going to I'm going to Europe in the in the winter. Like I've never done that. Maybe I'll do that eventually. But it's like maybe I go to Brazil in the in the in yeah. the winter or you go down to Florida spend some time down there because Florida again is fairly cheap too right yeah it's very hard and I, and I think the, the 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 for myself at least what I'm fortunate about is that I've traveled and been to so many countries and while I was doing that in my head I was, I was like oh yeah hit like you know get to 50 countries then 60 countries and do 70 and all that and get to 100 like I think hitting 100 countries would be something cool to say you fucking and, unreal yeah <laughs> and I so mean cool. I'm like you're in the top like 0.1% of the world yeah that's done that I'm I'm halfway there I think I'm, I'm just over 51. Wow. 51 because Turkey, I left the airport and came back in. But like I didn't, I, I counted, but not really counted. 100% you counted. If you leave the airport, because the but airport I, is international yeah, it's grounds, a, yeah, right? Yeah, it's not uh, whatever. It's actually as soon as you leave um, the security, right? Yes. That's what they say. Yeah, yeah. But you have um, to step outside. But I got, so I think the visa because I have to like go back through. Anyways, um, I'm halfway there. But the thing is, I, I think about it and I'm like, okay, is there, is there another... 20 countries even 50 that i want to go to and i could probably like figure out 20 for sure 25 but then at a certain point it's like okay are you going here just to say you went there because or do you really want to go right because even of all the countries i went to um you know like uh, the places through south africa like i loved south africa i love namibia um but namibia is just above south africa on the west coast okay and it's very cool like it is a cool experience i'd probably like to go back but again like i've seen it is it going to move the needle or would I rather go to the same place I've gone? That you know you love. And that's the other thing is like once you start traveling and to be able to travel to so many different places, I think where I am now is that I just, when you travel, the, it's fun when you're younger to do that go, go, go chaotic stuff and see the different, see all these different places. And I still do enjoy that and I want to do that still. But it, there's something nice about knowing a place you've been, like knowing the hotspots, knowing people there. Yeah. You know, like Mykonos is an easy example because I'm Greek. Um, and I have some, fa- I know I have friends out there yep. now that I've made over the years and I also have some family that work there. So when we go, I, t- I get on WhatsApp and I, everything is sorted out for that four days we're there in like, a, I can do it in a day theoretically, but even Ibiza, like we've done it so many times and everyone's like, you're like, you're going to party and raves and this. I'm like, we used to go. Yeah. We'd go to all the different events, but even this time now we're going with like, we're a little bit older. We're going to a different group. Like you, we know it well, so we can do it, but we also know, okay, we've never done this side of the island, the nicer dinners at the restaurants, going to Formentera, all those things. hundred percent. So, but even there, we have friends that we've met and the, like, you know, yeah, yeah, Moore, like, and Carmel. Uh, Moore and Carmel who are great. I literally messaged them. They're like, yeah, I, let me know what you need. And like, we got everything sorted out and yes, you like, you're in the same place. It could be redundant, but the thing is. These places are also beautiful. So there's so much that you still haven't seen. And, and you're not going to see it all, everything, even if you go two or three times. Like Mykonos, I've been three times now. There's still so many parts like I, I don't remember or yeah. I probably haven't seen. Same with Ibiza. Like we've done Ibiza, but again, we haven't done Formentera. There's so many other beach bars and so many other like restaurants we haven't tried. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, we're like, even staying on a part of the island this time that we've, I don't think we've ever yeah. gone to. No, we always we always stay in the same place, right? Ushuaia, yeah, we're yeah. just kind of not, not sure. Sad we're not staying there, but I might. Depends. Depends when I come home. Wait, oh, I after we leave. yeah, yeah, after oh, you guys like leave. So I haven't. Um, on that note, I haven't decided. My parents might go to the race in Italy. Formula, uh, yeah, my, which is the George following weekend. Gone. Yeah, so if they go there, then I can't go to Portugal because I have to come home a little bit earlier. I can't come home on the Friday or the Saturday. I'd have to come home on the Wednesday. Yeah. So if I'm going to come home on the Wednesday, I'll spend an extra night or two nights in Ibiza. Stay Ushuaia. Stay Ushuaia. Just like. That's a good place by yourself. You can do whatever. Oh, man. I, any, I can stay anywhere alone. Stay I just anywhere. like and just go down there and have a yeah, good time. Yeah, yeah I'm, uh, I'm excited for this trip. Well, okay, so on this trip, for those who obviously don't know, we're doing. You're going earlier, but the whole crew of us is doing Mykonos. Then most are doing Barcelona. All of them, except for UNDB, yeah. basically. So we have ten. We have ten friends, and we're doing, uh, yeah, four days Mykonos, two days. Well, actually, sorry, let me back up because it actually starts. Um, I won't include the part that I'm going to be and Becca, but Danielle, uh, Vicky, Maz. and Maz are coming to meet us. I think in Paros. Yep. For three days, right before Mykonos, so we're there for three days. Then Mykonos four. Knuckles. Knuckles. Um, Mykonos four. Barcelona for two, but it's like really like not even forty eight hours. And then Ibiza for four, and then we fly home on Labor Day. Um, so it's like, what, that's eight, two, 10, 13 days? Yeah. So two weeks, basically. So two weeks, I'll, it's like essentially eight to 10 friends together for two weeks, which is, I've never done a trip like that of all the trips we've done. Because usually the only place that everyone meets us is like Mykonos, yeah. and then everyone disperses. Like The closest thing would be your sister's wedding. Cause True, that because that was seven days because or eight the, days before the wedding, that too. Yeah. yeah, we were in uh, yeah, yeah. Nyata, then we did the wedding, then we did yeah, uh, Mykonos. Mykonos. So like yeah. we were a good ten of us for like a week. Yeah, what's the part you're most excited for the trip? That I'm most excited for. Oof. Okay, so there's uh, the part that I for sure that I know that I'm most excited about is Costa Navarino. What's that? It's on the west coast of Greece. It's like a pocket, um, about two hours from where I'm from. Uh, two, basically like two hours About an hour north of Sparti On the on the Italian side The west side Okay And it's like a resort That was built by Marriott It's called uh, It's on called Cosa Navarino It's like um, a Westin in a Romanos hotel And they built them To be very like let's, The word palatial Probably comes to mind Like it, I don't know what palatial means Like a palace Oh okay I think that's the right word Um Maybe I'm wrong, <laughs> but it looks like the very Roman. Like yeah, they yeah. built it to look like that historic thing. Yeah, so yeah. it's cool. It picture like the nicest resort you'd see in the Caribbean, or one of the nicer ones. And it's like a, a resort like that in in. Is Greece, it on the beach? Right on the beach, okay, which you don't get that really. Like there's obviously resorts on the beach, but it feels almost all inclusive. Yeah, yeah, vibe. yeah. A lot to do. Um, it's not all inclusive, which was really get you, but but it's gonna rinse you. Yeah, but it is very nice, and it's gonna my be man's gotta sell some more clothes, eh? Oh yeah, we gotta fire those up. We um because we're gonna be with family, her family first in the UK, and then my family and, and things. So that'll be the that'll be the only time that whole trip that just me and her. So it'll be kind of nice to relax. How, how many days is that? Just two days. Oh, so I nice. booked it with points, yeah. whatever, which is steel. How many points? There. Uh sixty thousand a night. Sixteen or sixty? 60 but Bonvoy. Sixty thousand Bonvoy is like. I think it's like three. It's like twenty thousand. Um, oh, peanuts! Fifteen or twenty thousand Amex, let's say something in that Nudge. range. That's not. It's very cheap, um, relatively speaking. Because like, if you book a W, like if you book the W in Barcelona, it's like a hundred thousand a night. Well, just even think about this. I've hit my max points on my Cobalt. I've had the Cobalt hundred thousand. It's because it's hundred and hundred fifty thousand. But is it max you out on the multiples? Uh, on the, yeah, on the bonus points. But you can still get. Yeah, them. you still you still get points. You just don't get the bonus points. Because I uh, I saw I got negative because they give them to you and then they subtract them after and I had negative points one month because I got these points and I transferred uh, them all out 
But my uh, in, in Vegas, so I picked up one of the bills in Vegas at uh, uh, Wet Republic. So bill was like I don't know forty five hundred American, so like sixty five hundred Canadian times five food and beverage thirty thousand points. Thirty six. It was thirty six and that's change. Your your, that's your flight. To that's your my flight home. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I'm like that's that, I that party cost me nothing. If you think Do you get those it. multiples every year or once they run yeah, out. No, no, it's every year. It's a, it's a yearly. It's up to one hundred fifty thousand bonus points each each. 10 or 12 months. That's insane. It's the best card. Bang for your buck, well, best it, card. It, then we talk about this all the time. It's just about knowing what you spend your money on. Yeah. Like someone like, I don't know, let's say, I, I have friends who don't go out and drink as much as I do. Okay, cool. Then there's, having the cold ball doesn't make sense for you. Mm -hmm. It's about knowing that. Groceries, it's because five actually, times yeah, multiples, groceries, yeah. groceries food, and food and dining, and something else is three. No, groceries is three times, I think. No, that's subscriptions. F f dining, groceries, um, and there's one thing that's in that category. Yeah. Five times the points. Yeah. Area. So there you go. Right. It's like, and yeah. it's only twelve dollars a month. I think. Eleven ninety nine a month. Yeah, something ridiculous. Um, one of the best cards. Anyways, to go back. Yeah, that's why. But I'm looking forward to most. What about you? What's your? Um, as weird as this is, I think it's just like both villas and just being like ten of us in that villa. Because remember the villa party we had in Mykonos? Yeah, it was the last place. time. Yeah. I just remember like waking up, like the whole crew's there, everyone's fired up. Yeah. Random people are coming out like, because again, it's Mykonos and Ibiza. Everybody's there at the end of the summer. Not yeah. everybody, but there's always people you know there. So we're going to get there. And I'm like, oh, okay, come party with us, blah, blah. I'm like, I remember at one point, I think we just had our arms around each other. Like someone was DJing and we're just like, I think it was Martinez or something. Yeah. And we're just like, man, this is fucking awesome. That's one of the fun. You know what I mean? Like Kia lost his fucking drone. We're all just like having fun. Like Zio's passed out. Yeah. DB's in his robe. And you're just like, this is amazing. It was, uh, that was that's one of the funnest parties that like I've ever just been to. Like, like it's one of the very few house parties like I I love. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't love. Like we house threw a house party in Mykonos, which is crazy. Yeah, it's like yeah. I don't love house parties. I don't like actually. I don't even like house parties. Oh, I love house parties. See, I don't. I'm the opposite. Like you know me, I want to be at a club. I want to be, but out there when you have this like beautiful villa and like you have random friends coming by and just the vibes are high. Everyone's having a good time. It's yeah, it's gonna that, be good. That's like, what I'm like that that setting. You know, yeah. I'm pumped for it, man. I'm excited. I'm. Uh, I like I'm trying to try and be a little more tame. This like not tame, but I gotta be careful because this is like a segue back to the running thing because I have to train for this like the marathon, so I have to be running out there, which I don't know if I'm able to do because I'm always the one when I go. I've like for the last let's say I don't know three four years. Last three four years, I actually like in, like I run often, and I'll always be like you know before vacation you run more, you try to drop yeah, some weight, whatever. Some weight, yeah, and I always good. pack running shoes, and I was like I'm gonna run for sure. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. even in Yatta where it's chill, you're not partying, like so I'm waking up early, going to the beach. I still don't end up running. I'm gonna get one run in, but this time and it's I'm always actually, at the beginning. Yeah, yeah exactly. And this it's time, because also have it's so to. hot there too. Yeah, but the problem is being away that long, um, being away for that long, and then the marathons in October and you have November, literally like six weeks. Right, so I'm gonna be in like the middle of the training plan, and yeah. the, the one the coach like the plan they gave me is like my my long runs build up quite a bit, so by that point I'll be having to do two hour like long runs on Saturday. So I don't even know how to run two hours yeah, in a place tough. like Mykonos because the roads, number one, are hills. Two, they're dangerous. Like yeah, even in the day, people time, are just ripping around those corners blind. People are like still probably driving back drunk at night or in the daytime from yeah. the night parties or going to the beach. Yeah. So I don't know what we're gonna do there. But that's gonna be a tough one. If you want to run, feel free. Uh no, I, probably not. <laughs> I'll I'll maybe walk a little bit. So your goal is to get to what? Two hundred kilometers before August twenty fifth. But uh, so you just want to do it before the, before you leave? Yeah. So I, I I want to get more fit, and I want my abs like again like I had them like three years ago. And I know I need to diet, and I just can't. I don't know. It's just I, it's not possible for me right now. I don't know what it is. I see food. I have to eat it. I'm not hungry. I had dinner. 
I destroyed those bags of candy. I didn't even like the candy, and I had to eat them. Yeah, those candies suck. I, they were here. I'm like, I know I didn't like them last time, but maybe they changed. They, maybe they changed flavors this time. I hate those. I might know. I'm not. I'm not enjoying this, and I'm just eating it because it's there. And then I walk by the stupid snacks over here, and I start eating these. I'm like, I'm not even hungry. What am I doing? Yeah. Why do you do that? I don't know, man. And I can't stop. Like I, I literally know I'm not hungry. I'll just eat because it's available. But see, this is so interesting because I'm the same way and people say like, oh, like you can't just eat one or eat a few and do it. If something is in my vicinity and I know it's there, I can't like block it out of my mind. It's, it's just like, it's like, like I won't eat. Don't think about an elephant. You're thinking about an elephant. <laughs> don't eat the food. Oh, fuck, of course I'm going to eat the food. A weird example, and then I, tr- yes. I try and drink water. I'm like, yeah, I'll drink so much water where I, like, I'm not going to be hungry. And then it's like, okay, I drink so much water. Okay. Okay, the food's still And it's like, Everyone's like, why don't you just throw the food out? Well, that's rude. I can't throw the food out. Someone paid for that. Yeah. Especially if I know I paid for it. It's even worse. And the problem is, okay, you know what? Just make make small changes to your diet. Instead of getting a large, get a small. Well, the large is only two bucks more than the small. So like the value proposition on the large is way better than the small. So of course I'm gonna get the fucking large. Because then maybe I'll save it for later. Right? I'll, I'll split it. I'll only yeah, eat half but the you large. Do that. But then I just cut it in half. I'm like, ah, I'm still kinda hungry. Oh, okay, I don't eat the whole. So well, that's how is that. I understand that with you. Like I uh, actually, man, you know me. Don't. I've always ate like outside of your cousin, I eat the most out of anybody we know. Yeah. I just can't do it. So I said instead of getting a better diet, just I just said I'm gonna more? just work out more. How are you finding running so far? Um, you have the worst knees in the world. Yeah, to be honest, not terrible. I bought a little fanny pack thing today with the two little waters. Okay. You guys see my look like a dad out there, man. Big time dad. I just buy the handheld water bottle. I, I don't like holding things in my hand when I run. I didn't either, but it's better than the belt. At least I find. Because I have the belt. And I had the handheld. Yeah. I hate the belt because it bounces a little bit. M- mine's actually pretty good. Well, you can tighten yeah, it, but it's still something on your hip. I don't like that. Yeah, I, I didn't mind it. Today was my first time running with it. Mind you, I ran insanely slow today. Uh, I didn't mind it, though. Like well, you got a good shoes. What shoes are you running in? Uh, the running shoes. They're actual running shoes. They're in my car. I don't know what they are. They're Nike something. They're they're legit running they're shoes. They're new. They're no, they're not new, but they're running shoes. Like how old are they? I don't know, maybe two years. Okay, so they're beaten up. You've worn them a lot. Um, are those colorful ones like the colorful white with the color on them? Yeah. Yeah, you got your better shoes, bro. Yeah, they're not bad. I'm like, if go you're going to run 200, like, listen, if, like, this is what's so interesting. You prioritize health so much, but the things that you, like, could get to, like, also aid in keeping you healthy, oh, yeah. you don't spend yeah. money on. Yeah. Like, like, my running, I have the best, I'm not even a good runner, and I have the best shoes that nike makes for like running long distances and do you know how much they help your joints yeah i know i gotta get i I have a bad knee right now so my i also have my sprained ankle still but that one i run is okay but my right knee because i've started to ramp my running is like i can feel like almost like the tendonitis in it yeah and i i have good i have all my nike all my shoes are nike they're all good there's three i have three specific ones that i run for my like my training the two are the the vapor fly two percent i think mine are the pegasus or something yeah i know which ones you have yeah um, yeah, I think those are the ones. The Vaporfly two percent I have, which are really good. They're the they're the basically the first shoe that was made for Elliot Keep Chose yeah, yeah. or whatever to break the two on the on the Monza track or whatever he ran, and he didn't break it. So those are already made for like to break the record. So I bought those. I bought one. I actually bought both on sale though. I, no, I bought one full price, one on sale. The one on sale are sick. Oh, is that the pink one with the graffiti kind of thing? No, no, no. Those, those, are, those were sick. good. Those are so sick. you know the blue ones I have, the frosted blue with the yeah, red. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I have two pairs of the same shoe, just they two different looks. You know my really nice ones that are white with like the teal bump, whatever. I have the Vaporfly twos in that same one. If you if you follow what I'm saying, yeah, yeah, I think so. So, anyways, the two that I have that are the same, those ones I use for like my training, and those ones are really good. But I still have some discomfort when I'm running because they're a harder sole. So, 
Like I run in those, which are still the best, and I still have some discomfort. And I run with like the best one, so I don't injure myself. And I'm probably not even running as much as you right now. Yeah. So why don't you spend my, a little bit of money? No. So I went to Nike about I don't know, maybe three or four months ago, and I was gonna buy shoes for my feet. Like I have flat feet, so I was gonna get ones that are like for made for flat feet. They're just so ugly. Which I, ones? They were I don't know, but they're just like boxy looking, like. They just like monarchs? look like someone like my dad. No, they're not monarchs. I no. want to buy a pair of those. Yeah, I know, like I actually want to buy a pair. Um, they look like something like my dad would wear, and I'm like, they're just boxy and ugly. Like, I just, I don't want to wear these. So I, um, my, I've been wearing my insoles lately. Like I ice my knees. I do a little bit, but yeah, I don't stretch enough. I don't do enough yoga. But shocking, I feel pretty good. Like all things considered, you ran pretty fast. Um, I saw your time there. Yeah, I, I, that was a good one. And my thing is, for I like start a, for slow. Like a, not a not a 10k yeah. race, like a 10k just run. That's a good yeah. Race. I start slow. Like my first three or four kilometers are always my slowest oh yeah so i'll start at like a, a six and a half pace 615 and i'll work my way down and then like yeah. by the end you want to get sub six like that for me sub six is good yeah you should buy good shoes though i think i will georgia i'm gonna do it but a hundred dollar gift certificate to Foot Locker. i'm gonna go and buy a pair of nice shoes. go buy the don't buy the ones that i because the ones i have no i need i need something for flat feet buy like the the ones that no i'm gonna just i'll bite the bullet and wear the ugly ones because i need ones for flat feet that's just like so I even mean, if you get better so the the Two percents and the Vaporfly Alpha Fly Next percents have a carbon insole in the in the foot here, so they're like I don't know if they're meant for like not or I don't know if they're not meant for. Sorry, I don't know if they're meant for flat feet or or they. You know what so, I'm saying? So yeah, the one the ones that I need the the guy was explaining to me at the running room once. This is this was maybe three or four years ago. So the ones with flat feet they have like an extra little uh, pad, of, yeah, with it, and then the side walls are very supported, especially on the interior side because my my feet uh, pronate right. So my, I have the ugliest feet. We all know. Yeah, that. Like just terribly. Ugly. Yeah, get good shoes, man. I'm gonna get you them. You have eventually. to. I'm gonna get them eventually. You'll, will you ever run a marathon? Uh, I don't know. I just don't see it in Are my, we in my about future. We were talking about this the other night in the, on the Uber ride back from your your cousins. So oh, why don't you just run it with me? Why don't you just run it with me? Just yeah, run with me. yeah but for a guy who like to do challenges, like why um, not just try it to say you did it? So do you want like this year? Because exactly how you're going to Mykonos and you're worried about like training there. I remember what it was like when I didn't train. I don't want to train when I'm in Europe this year. I'll walk. I have no problem walking. And then I know September's a busy month for me already between weddings, football, like parties, my birthday, whatever. So it's like I regret not signing up for something like early August. Like if I did like a triathlon, like the Toronto triathlons next weekend. And I regret not signing up for something like that or even like a Toronto marathon or something and then start training a little bit earlier. Cause that I would have been down for. It's just to do it in October. There's just zero part it's, of me. That's, that's well, like hold on. But the New York, well, New York's in November. If, if you yeah. have to raise money to do historically, it. like September, October, November, December are like my unhealthiest, like unfit months of the wanna year. Want to run? Would you want to run the Miami Marathon end of January? No, can't run inside. You, you have to run inside. I would train inside. I'd have to train inside. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, but like, like December's like still not bad outside. I don't like running the cold. Interesting. Like again, I, if I next year, if there's a marathon like July 25th or like August 5th, I'll do that with you next year, 100. percent I'm sorry, not 100. percent August Possibly. 5th. I don't know if there's many in the summer. There's not many places you can. I mean, there's probably somewhere in the world that you can run one in August, unless you want to do November next year. No, I'm because I'm gonna run Athens next no, year. I don't want to. I don't want to run. So the, that's the thing too. I'm signed up for two because I thought it'd be smart to like. So I signed up for the Toronto and then uh, New York, and they're three. They're like four weeks apart, and it's funny. Wait, the Toronto I, one's October sixteenth, okay. and November sixth is New York. Becca's doing New York with me. Well, I'm doing it with her because she got in first. Um, and then Toronto, I signed <laughs> I love up. That you corrected. I'm doing it with her because she. Got well, in I don't first. want to listen to this. Like, oh, <laughs> I got. Like, oh no, actually, you're she, doing it with cause, me because she tells everyone that. Like, so do you know the story? 
that I've applied for like three, four years in a row. I think it's like three years I've applied. And it's like the one of the, it's one of the uh, most popular ones because it's just a raffle to get in. Isn't it the, besides Boston's the most popular in North America? Boston is like the most like sought after. But the high, I think the highest, um, the most applicants to run is New York and London, I think. London, England? I believe so, yeah. London is high and New York is high. Why is London high? I think because anyone can get in. Boston has to qualify for Huh? You can't just. I don't think anyone can run Boston. I think they have to qualify. You're right. Boston. Blake told us this. Remember? Yeah, you got to run like a sub three and a half, which is absurd. Not absurd, but it's it's pretty nuts. That's that's insane. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. I'm trying to get for a wow. four and three I, and a half. Yeah, that's literally you're running sub five and a half. You're running sub five. Yeah, but like consistently or sub six actually. No, no subs, sub five. Yeah, because I'm tr- so the weird thing is I'm training in miles now because the coach I have is from the states. She gave me a plan in miles, which is kind of throwing me off because I don't know what my splits are, but. No, if you run a six uh, six minute per kilometer pace, that's a four on the dot. Yeah, and it's cr- and that's a solid. That's solid. What's crazy is when I was training for Athens the first time in 2020. My longest run was my best run, and I ran th- 30 kilometers in three hours, which is at up in Innisfil, yeah, which yeah. is all hills. So I basically was on pace for one, if I could hold that for one more hour, I would have run a four hour marathon, which for me is nuts. A fat guy like me doing that, I, can't, I still don't, I think I maybe was broken because there's no way I ran that fast. Like right now I'm running at like a seven, six, 645. Yeah. That's literally my pace, 644 yeah, no, right now. Oh, you for ran? No, for oh, the month for the so month. far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, yes. one, that one race was, that run run was good, but mostly I'm. But that one run is indicative probably of what you could probably do a half marathon. That, I that, could, yeah, I did the half, I did the half marathon Couple of years ago, I did it in. I did sub two. I did it. I, I think one fifty five or one fifty. That's what mine was. I think I was yeah, one fifty six. We're probably around the same time. Yeah. Did we run it the same year? No, I ran with um, the uh, Martinez cousins. I ran it. Um, I didn't really train with them, and then I ran it and I pushed myself. I was beat up the next day. My ankle. But mind you, that's knees. also a relatively easy half marathon. Yeah, because it's yeah. mostly downhill. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the I'm gonna do that. That's the the one in October. That's the marathon I'm gonna do. Yeah. Which is kind of like I'm not dreading, but then when I think about it, the half. So that the the race of the Toronto Waterfront Marathon, the, it's the same track. You run the half and the full, but that when the half turns up Bay Street at Lakeshore to finish, um, the marathoners keep going down to the East End. And I remember how I felt turning that. So I don't know if I'm looking forward to it, but. I'm doing that one in October, and then I have like three week gap for the next one. So I told this, I was talking to the coach because the team I'm on for New York, they gave us a coach to like yeah, yeah. whatever. They better you have to raise that much money. Fuck. Yeah, I mean they better give you something. Um, they give you a nice little T-shirt or something too. I think so. Something. Some. I don't know. Some fucking metal. A little Gildan yeah, fucking some, t-shirt. some cheap T-shirt and some picture on the wall. Um, but she, I told her what I'm running and I, metal. and I told her I, my plan and she was, how many days can you run? I told her, so she built me a plan, but when we were talking over the phone, I said, I'm running my first marathon in October. And she's like, Oh, that's like when I told her, that's pretty crazy. Like two in, in a month. And in my head, I'm like, you know, the guys, can like, you just run a half though. I could. And I might, I'm, yeah. I'm convincing myself to run the marathon first because what the coach told me was, was interesting. She said, um, Sorry, I told her that New York's the one that's like the bucket list one. It's going to be cool. And she said, okay, that's great. If you want to run a sub four, I'll build a plan for you to get to a sub four. But you should aim for the sub four in October because you just never know what's going to happen. If you're on two in a row and maybe you don't run as well there and then you know maybe you get a little tired, your legs are weak or whatever reason. Yeah. And then New York, you're there, you're in the excitement, you want to just have fun. If you don't, if you don't run the sub four first, it'll put more pressure on you there. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's fair. Um, but that's the only thing is I've never run a marathon. So doing two that close is kind of like not freaking me out. Let's see how you feel. Right, so that's what I might see in the day of the race. I might just like get there to Toronto, and if I feel good, go for it. If not, I'll just make that turn up and yeah, not push it. That's. Do you know what? 
marathons and like triathlons and anything like that, those are the only time I think participation medals are okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. I want my medal. When I finish cross line, I want my fucking participation medal. I want a stupid yeah, medal that says happy 10K. My, Congrats that on first, 21. That first half marathon I did when I was in Spain or whatever was one of like the, like the, I was just so happy to finish. Yeah. It was so friggin' hard. Um, but now this time I think because I've done some and like 10 yeah, Ks, whatever. You ran, you ran 30 K in the past. The other thing too is I've never done one of these challenges. Like probably like you with your triathlon, you probably just like, you wanted to do well, but you're like, I just want to finish this thing. Yeah. So after like the first, tri- the first half marathon I did, I said, let me just finish it so I can feel good about myself because I never thought I could do it. And then I did another one and I was like, okay, let me try to do a little bit better and break two, whatever. And then now I'm like, okay, like, let me start training with a purpose. Cause like I, whenever I run, I just run. I don't have like a set time. I don't put distance. I just going to go now that I have this plan and this goal. I'm like, okay, I got to stick to this. Try to keep my like diet in check, keep my legs like, like loose and all this stuff. So I don't know. It's, it's kind of nice. Like it is pretty daunting. Cause this plan she gave me, I run five days a week basically. And it's not too bad. Like it's like a temp. Like so a, what, sorry, what kind of runs are there? Is it like today's a long run? You got to do 10 K. doesn't matter the pace. Tomorrow's a short run, but I want fast. Like what's it kind of entail? So, for the most part, all the runs she gave me are runs that I, I typically do already. Um, like I vary through them, but Mondays is a uh, Mondays is a ladder run, which is like a short speed run kind of thing where you like a three two like three minutes at, at a good pace, three minutes of a jog, two minutes at a good pace, one minute your heart faster pace, and then you kind of ladder up and down. Um, Tuesdays, but what's, what kind of distance? Just for time. Oh, just for time. So okay. it's, yeah, three so minutes. It's, it's like a 10-minute yeah, yeah, warm-up, yeah. three minutes, and then it's going to build to four, and then five, and yeah, it yeah, accumulates, gotcha. whatever. Okay, so Tuesdays. Uh, Tuesdays is, is a, um, like, not a tempo run, but, like, a, a pretty, like, steady run. So I'm doing, like, f- it started at four miles every Tuesday. Now it's up to five miles this week. And it probably is going to stick to that range. So five miles seven. is what, about eight kilometers? Uh, five miles is, yeah, about eight five kilometers. Five times 1.6, yeah, yeah. yeah, give or take. So it's five miles, this week's okay. five miles on Tuesday with strides at the end. I kind of mix them in. Strides lot. is like 15 seconds of like a, like a little burst, but like not a sprint at a good yeah, yeah. healthy pace. Um, four to six of those at the end of the run. I kind of mix them in every kilometer. Wednesday's off day. I typically do, oh, I still box on Tuesdays, but Wednesday's an off day. I typically do like stretching or cross training, whatever. Thursdays is a tempo run. I either hold like a, a, a strong pace for a certain time or I do um, 15 minute warm up, and then it's like three minute, three minute intervals for like four to four, inter- three, four minute intervals of like holding a steady pace. And are you still working out like doing uh, weight training during this time? No, I've actually like kind of dropped with it, and I should get back into it to keep my legs and my, and my like. It's just so tight. tough though. It is. It's hard because I also like I've done in between this, I would do like a Nike fitness like leg workout. And Beck and I did one that was like 15 minutes. It wasn't even that long. I couldn't walk the next day. I did legs. So now that I started running, I, I'm not doing legs right now because I'm like, I'm literally running every other day or every yeah. third day. I did legs on Thursday or Friday of last week and my, my legs were actually fucking yeah. like, I was in, I did maybe four exercises, three, three sets of each, but one of them I did squats and then I did one-legged lunges. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, you, I forget what they're called. When you put your leg up and you're lunging with your leg up on the back, uh, Bulgarian, Bulgarian lunges. Yeah, squat. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, man. I walked out. I was like, "Oh my god, I feel crippled. Everything is just tense and tight. Like yeah. my cat, everything was so tight." So that was so weird because I like I'm wasn't running a lot. But when we did that leg workout like two weeks ago, I had to do the long run the next day, I think, and I wasn't too. I was sore, but then I had the long run, and then we, like we couldn't walk for like a day after, which is like I've, I don't think I ever had that, and it wasn't even a long workout. Um, just to finish up with a thing with the plan, I was, and then 
what I say, Thursday's tempo run. Yeah. Friday's off, Saturday's a long run, only for time. So the coach said she doesn't go by distance. She when you're training, it's time. Because if you're trying to run a sub four or sub whatever, three, yeah, two. Yeah, it's based off your time. You just got to keep practicing at that time so your, your legs are used to running at that, yeah, yeah, that yeah. length. So I'm at like an hour and a half right now. So to Saturday will be an hour and a half run. And then Sunday's like a two to three mile or three, four mile or something in that range to shake it out and like whatever. Do you have a nice path near you that you, you or a nice yeah, trail? Sure. You go, so you just Same do thing. like, eh? Typically, yeah. Do you, go, do you ever go uh, west or you always go east? Uh, not yet. I will probably start going that way because my parents are out that yeah, way. Yeah. And my parents are like probably like 10, maybe 13 kilometers from where I am. So when I get the longer runs, I'll probably go yeah. there for dinner. Oh, it's perfect. Um, you know what's nice? Your place to here is 10K. It depends where you go. If you take if you take uh, the lake and cross over at Palais Royal and that bridge and oh, then at yeah, Queen, yeah. it's about nine, nine to ten. Yeah, I mean if you go lake, if you go the to lake Strong, the whole way to Strong, it's actually longer. I think it's almost it? twelve to thirteen. I think, I think because we did it. We we did it. Once. I did it once on the way to the studio last summer, and I think it was about twelve, twelve to thirteen. Yeah, yeah. I know. For me, from my condo to uh, the bridge at Jameson, uh, you know that downhill and back mm-hmm. is. It's 11 and a half, but I always walk like at least like five, 600 Your meters to start. condo to the Bridge of Jameson? Yeah. If I go down, uh, from my condo, I go down Spadina to Lakeshore and then out there and back is about 11, 11 and a half. Yeah. And then from, uh, from my condo to like the Ontario place and back is about uh, seven or no, eight and a half. And then I know from the first parking lot uh, when you get off the Gardener at Lakeshore to the to that hill is 2k so it's like now i know okay today yeah. i'm gonna do five but here's where i gotta go to and back i actually i'm enjoying it i can i run with no headphones either now yeah, I, that's fucked. I ran that's for the first fucked. i ran for the first time with headphones the other night becca was kind of mad she's like i was about to go for the run and she's like i had like a long day at work and i was like you know what i should have put like a podcast on i had a, like one for fantasy football i wanted to listen to which I've been getting really. My man back. getting fucking fired oh, up for fantasy football two months in advance. I'm, I'm down to talk about. It. I got started listening to it a bit lately, and I listened to the Ringer, which I like. Anyways, I was listening to it a oh bit on the God. drive home, and then I knew we had to run. It was a, it was a, I think a, we did a three mile tempo run. Um, I put my headphones on. I said, "Do you ever bring headphones?" She said, yeah, do whatever you want. And then I put my headphones on. And I started running. She's like, "Why do you wear headphones?" She's like, "I'm gonna be bored." I was like, "I asked you if I could wear headphones," and I said, "Like, and I asked you if I can, not, not." Only permission, but <laughs> but I said, do you care if I wear headphones? Because we run together. She's actually she runs like she never wears headphones. She can run like a half marathon, no headphones. See, it's crazy. To me, that's crazy. But you know what? Now that I've got into it, of running without headphones, I actually really like it. There are days when you're in your head a lot, like when you have like a, like a shit day or there's a lot you're thinking about. It gets a little bit frustrating because you're thinking about a lot and you're trying to clear your head. But running with no headphones, I think, is one of the for me one of the best things. You know why though? Do you meditate at all? I I tried to and I just don't enjoy it. But so. see, so I tried to as well, and for a bit like the, let's say like about a year ago or something, middle of lockdowns, whatever the hell it was, I was I was using a Headspace and I like was meditating. I actually kind of liked it. Like it was Headspace nice. is good because it's controlled meditation. It's uh, sorry, guided meditation. And right? it's nice. Like I, I kind of liked it. I was getting up to like ten minutes sometimes, even like thirteen minute meditations, typically shorter ones. Problem is, as I have for sure have ADD and I don't like sitting there. So like I would sit in front of the window with the sun in the morning. It was nice. Like actually, it's a good way to start your day. But I find that I'm like, you know what? Okay, well, running is also like I like it, but it's also like hard and grueling and time consuming. And meditating is also the same thing. I don't like like there. You know what I mean? You're sitting. I, I get what you're saying. You're doing something repetitive essentially. I was like, they're kind of like the same thing. So why don't you marry the two? Um, so I, when I run with no headphones, I actually find that like, I think about more stuff. I also like Beck and I run a lot. So we talk and just like, you know, talk about work and life and whatever. So it gets like your thoughts Makes out. Makes time go by. Yeah. And it's kind of, it is kind of refreshing to run with no, just like taking the surroundings. 
Especially because like where you run, like same where, yeah, I, where I'm nice at, runs. down the, down the lake, it's nice. Like on a like you know in the evening, or first thing in the morning when people are yep. out, the air is nice. It, gets, it feels good. So I don't know. I can't, I I find it cathartic to run with no headphones on now. See, my like, problem is it's like there's times where I'm running even with headphones and I zone out. And I'm in my like and I love it. And you're like fuck, like how did I get here? Kind of yeah. thing, right? But there's times where, like my headphones die and I'm like two k away from my car. I'm like fucking hell, like. All I can hear, because again, I hear my feet. It's just like yeah, but stomp, same. stomp, stomp, and it's like, oh my god, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like stab my ears out soon. It's just like, I, I don't think there's many worse sounds than just hearing my feet stomp really? the ground. Like it, just, it drives me nuts. Interesting. He, like if my headphones die, workout's over. Yeah, you said it to me. That because so I funny. need, I need that. Like, you know, you hit that seven k mark, you're starting to fucking fade a bit. And then you just double tap the ear, and that song comes on. You're like, Infinity came on the other day. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like running. I'm finishing like my 8K or something. I'm like, hey, I need that boost. Okay, next song. Next song. Oh, Infinity. Boom. Thinking about Mikano. Sun's setting. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm yeah, ready. Yeah. yeah, let's abs, baby. <laughs> like, let's fucking go five, sub five. See, and I'll crush like literally a five-minute kilometer. I hear a good song. Yeah, that's true. It and then a shitty song comes on. I'm like, okay, double tap, double tap. That's right. Remember the time I ran the half marathon? Same I ran song. to Leaky Lee, the musician, uh, Follow oh, Rivers, follow rivers yeah. on repeat for two fucking hours. Yeah, I can't do that. I actually can't. I don't even, I don't listen to music. I think it's a five minute song too. Yeah. I don't listen to, uh, weird lately. I don't listen to music when I run, really when I work out, um, or when I drive. Like I, I think I listen to podcasts like 90% of the time. I just, listen, I, I don't know. I can't. I don't know what it is. I, I think maybe I'm overstimulating myself, but I actually just like, I like hearing, I no, think you the, like hearing people talk. Yes. And I think also what I like because I talk so much day to day, like ask anyone I work with or you know, ask, you know, this yeah, yeah. Thing. like I talk so much and people always tell me you talk so much. You don't listen. I actually, dude, that's, I think that's bullshit. I think I listen. <laughs> I, I think I listen incredibly well. Like I actually can pick up on what people are saying, even though it appears that I don't because I'm impatient yeah, and I'll yeah. jump in before yeah, they're done yeah. talking. Um, but I think because I listen to podcasts so much and I'm just, or even, even reading, like I'm just, I'm so. taking in like even, not even audiobooks, even actually reading, I'm taking in people's like information when I'm around other people. I like, because I've sat so long, listened, I want to like convey my thoughts outwards, which is also not great because like those people are not privy to all that stuff. Yeah, That's, yeah. You know what I mean? Do you know what's funny that you mentioned that I used to listen to music on my morning drives to work. Yeah. Now I can't. So I'd get in the car and I'd connect Bluetooth instantly and I'll put on like my six song playlist and I'm at, and I'm at the office. Now I have to listen to morning shows. Like radio? Yeah. So I listen to Roz and Mocha like almost religiously now because I, I need to hear people talking to me in the morning now. Yeah, that's what I like. I, can't so I, I, don't, I don't like talking in the morning so I, can, I can't call people in the morning because I'm just like, I'm not a happy person in the morning. I'm not pleasant. Uh, wait, wait but, that recent or like in general? Probably the last like year or so. Really? I don't like talking to people in the morning. Why is that? Even for work purposes, I'm just like, obviously, if you have to, you have to, right? Like, there's things, but like, even my my morning meetings, I try and push all the morning meetings to like, maybe ten ish. Really? Like, yeah, ten, even like nine thirty, ten, eleven, because like seven, I don't know between like six thirty to like eight thirty when I'm up, I just don't want to talk to anybody. I want to listen. I want to hear people talk, and I want to hear people this. I don't want to talk. So every morning now, I listen to either uh, Roz and Mocha, which is nine two five. Or uh, 99.9 is something. Because then I still got my music in as well. But yeah, they talk like quite a bit. It's like why probably 50-50 talking to music. Why do you think you don't want to like? Why do you think like... I don't know. It's just like it probably... Honestly, probably since like Cast Index. I think we used to like talk every morning like all every mo like all the time. Now it's like I just want to listen. I just want to hear other people talking. I don't want to yeah. say anything. I just want to 
take in, see what other people have to say, see what's... And again, these these morning shows are all so lighthearted. There's not like... They don't get into anything serious or intense ever. You don't like listening to like anything that's like... I do in the evening. Like, I get my news in the evenings. Yeah. Like, and, that, and then you want to like follow up or like even lunchtime, like having my coffee, like I'll go on like whatever, CP24, just yeah, collect, yeah. collect my news. But in the morning, I don't want anything stressful. Like, again, you get your morning stress from work sometimes. Like, I just want to listen to... I don't want to say BS, but I just want like... See, I don't like that. Oh, uh, in the that. morning, that's all I want. Like some of their shows that they play, I'm like, this is so dumb. Why can't I change the channel? It's like, or change the station. See, I, I talk radio, sports talk radio, I can do. But I have like a, uh, a like um, I basically have like four or five podcasts, maybe maybe even less, that I listen to like steady. And I know when they come out. The only one that I listen to every day, maybe I miss one a week, is PTI. PTI. I knew you were gonna say oh, that. Oh man, it's I just, knew I, you were gonna say that. I just like. I think it's so good, the rapport, the banter, everything they have in that show. Um, and I don't necessarily agree with everything they say because, like, you know, Michael Wilbon has, has that kind of, um, not only say that old get off my lawn mentality, but it's like that how he's very, like, oh, this is how things were. So, you know, pitchers don't go full yeah, games. He's like, like whatever. White guy, right? Which like, are kind of, no, yeah. Wilbon's the black guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. The Our, yeah. What's uh, the Kornheiser. There it is, yeah. Um, Kornheiser, but Kornheiser's more like he's in his ways. He's like, more, uh, they have a good rapport. Yeah, like they it's, do. It's they have great. good banter, yeah. Exactly. Um, and I get my sports, like current events, sports Fix. out of that. And then I have Ringer, which is now back on. Listen to fantasy football. Cannot wait fantasy football. <laughs> I think I have the best team. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, and then, like, I don't know. I get Joe Rogan pops it because I subscribe to it, but I haven't listened to many of his lately. I don't, it's hit or miss with his guests. Um, you used to be a big Joe Rogan guy. I liked it a lot because I liked all of the guests that he had on. Um, but he's brought people on that I, even re as of recently, he's brought some people on that I really, really wanted to listen to. And they just turned out like, the Blah. guest was disappointing. Yeah. Did I tell you the 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 Nims Perja episode? No. I don't even know if I, yeah, I don't think we talked about this. So Nims, you know who Nims Perja is? No. So Nims Perja is the guy who did the 14 summits. Okay, in, yeah, in, yeah, in eight yeah. months. Um. So I heard about Nims. I follow him on Instagram. So I started following him on Instagram. Yeah. That's how I heard about him. I think it was in when he did it, 2018, 2019, whenever it was. I came across him and I followed him. I was like, this is amazing. Yeah, you know, I'm obsessed with like yeah, mountaineering. Yeah. So I followed his story and it was cool and his videos are pretty cool and all that stuff. So um watched the documentary, followed the story, watched the documentary, and then he went on Rogan recently after. And I don't think it's the language barrier because he speaks English pretty well. And, you know, I think he spent time in the UK, uh, but he is from Nepal. But the way he spoke about the things that he did and he, the way he was answering questions was very, like, fluffy and very, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, you Joe. There's no substance. At, yeah. At one, point, at one like point, Joe level. would ask him, like, you know, how, what's your training regimen like? Oh, Joe, well, you know, I... I I get up and I, you know, I put a backpack on training for the Gurkha because that's my dream. I wanted to do it, and I would run the miles and swim. And he, like, first the stuff he said that he did to train sounds unbelievable. It's, I mean, I gotta take his word for it. But he said he was like put a backpack on with sixty kilo, sixty pounds, and he would run like ten miles, twenty miles to the camp in the morning, run twenty miles home at night, do a swim of like a mile at night, go to bed for three hours, get up, do it again. So I heard that. I was like, that sounds that sounds crazy. I mean, David Goggins is probably the craziest person with this. He ran seven. Seven straight weekends of a hundred milers, something like that, which is up. That in and of itself is insane. So this guy was running more than that consistently. I don't know. It, something didn't make sense. But on top of that, then Joe Rogan would, I guess, try to reel the conversation in, and he'd be like, "Okay, well, what's your training like? What do you, you know, explain that to me?" 
you know, how did you get yourself mentally prepared? Well, you know, I believed. I be I'm like, okay, man, like, come on. Like, I like what, like, you know, is there something behind, is there a method to the madness? Yeah. And at least I, I gave up on it about an hour and a half into that episode, an hour in. And I thought, I'm like, oh, am I being unreasonable? Am I being um, too critical because I know this guy's story? But then I asked Becca and she's like, oh, I couldn't get past 45 minutes. Do you know who Ross Edgley is? Yes. Man. But, like, but he's good. He's someone like, I've listened, he's only done maybe a handful of podcasts that I can find. He's one person that like when I, and like I listened to his audiobook. book, uh, it's called uh, Greatest Something Alive or whatever it's called. Yeah. He's, he's unbelievable. Yes, yes. He's just like, you listen to him speaking, like, just sounds like just like a fucking sick dude that I want to sit down with every day. He explains it well though. Yeah. He talks about what he did. He explains, you know, like I, oh, Wait, and the, and even the story, cause this is where me and you differ. Like you're about like thoughts and ideas. I'm more about like storytelling. And when he's uh, talking about how he swam around great the channel, Britain, whatever. Yeah. And you, when you hear him uh, tell a story about like his tongue, tongue that's what literally was going to bring Man, up. It's crazy. I, Rick, it, I was literally about to tell you that the story that I would reference. Cause he, but he explains he, why he, his tongue got yeah, like that. And that's what you want to hear. You're like, yeah. yo, you did something absolutely fucking insane. That nobody can do, like literally. I, no, I don't think it's ever been done. I think he's one no, of the first. I, just, I think the one of the. I think he's the first. I think he's the first. Swam around the whole. Island. Yeah, swam around Great Britain. Yeah, and he, he's telling a story, and you would never think about that. But he, but the, that's what. I, and then you hear how he was only eating granola, uh, not granola, um, bananas, uh, oh. uh, porridge or something, not porridge. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was only eating porridge because he was burning so many calories in a day that he couldn't eat enough food. To provide him with the energy he yeah. needed to do that. That's what I want to hear. But the that was like part, how, your point. He also said like he's like, oh, my tongue was like um, it was going numb the, and he was getting a disease on no, it. No, um, it was like, yeah, like deteriorating a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. But he, but then he's like, oh, but this is why that happens. And I was like, oh, because hey, the salt in the water, blah blah blah. See blah. that I like, like, like. But when I listen to Nims, we got to get him on the fucking pod. Yeah, we can get him. That's crazy. Ross um, Edgley. Uh, and he's fucking Nims, absolutely yoked. Yeah, he's crazy. The first time I ever heard about uh, Ross Edgley was when he uh, was on YouTube, I think the Red Bull Challenge or something. He swam across the English Channel with dragging the, a log, yeah. which is our well, you see how he ran the marathon with uh, the thing in, on his back too? No, I've only, I haven't I've stopped following him uh, a bit. Oh man, when you Google, just YouTube videos of him, it's wild. He but, did Logan Paul's podcast too. It's a good yeah. one. Yeah. He, um, he's good. And, he, and he, like, he's interesting to listen to. But yeah, anyways, to wrap the point up, like yeah, Nims was like, he was just, it was a lot, no, 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 and he wouldn't elaborate on things. And when he did, he was like, yeah, you know, I believed and it was a lifelong thing and a mental joke. I was meant, and it was just, and even Rogan was trying to like reel him in, but okay, but like this and okay, but it was just too much. And I was like, I got to stop. So I guess I got on this point was like Rogan, I like, and like some of his guests I think are cool, but I used to like him a lot more. He's even bringing guys like, what's his name? Um, fucking, uh, who's the Canadian guy, the professor? Jordan Anderson. I can't, uh, no. Uh, Peterson Jordan Peterson can't listen to that guy anymore I don't we don't have to go down this rabbit yeah, I, I, I haven't listened to him too yeah. much can't listen to those but guys they more, I just want like lighthearted bullshit in the morning yeah there, what's the other podcast I listen to a lot lately I listen to uh, what's it called um, All In is a good one too those guys are a little yeah you much. like your sports ones those though. guys are no All In's um, the venture capital oh yeah, yeah 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 they're yeah. a little much at times but it's good to hear another take on stuff but yeah lately now that fantasy football's coming back the ringer's kind of top of my thing and it's actually like it's very very early but listening to it is getting me like in the zone because it's my f the only reason these t like i don't not only i never look forward to summer sorry i never look forward to summer ending but the only one of the main reasons i, 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 I love the fall is because football. number one it, football. yeah but like labor day is the best because it's like you know we're typically away um, we have the fantasy football drafts, which are amazing. September six is the best day of the year. Yeah, it's your birthday. Everyone well, wish make you happy birthday on September six. Make sure you do. Um, but then pictures. it starts, and also this year, you know, it's like hopefully, well, not hopefully, the world's back to where it should be. The borders are open, so we can get down to the states for some football. 
a year ago. We already have what September eighteenth is it? The Monday nighter, yeah. The nineteenth. Yeah, Glenn's fired up for that one. All oh, buddy, <laughs> but you know, anyways, that's why. Yeah, so it's so weird. I don't know about you. Doesn't it feel like summer's like? It feel like summer's over, which is weird. Uh no, it doesn't. I I'm like I'm in the heart of summer and I'm absolutely loving it. I feel for it's so weird for me. I in my head it's like oh we're in July so basically summer's over. But I said it to Becca the other night. She's like, what are you talking about? We saw like three months. Yeah, two and a half months. Well, end of September yeah. is still summer. Yeah, uh, uh, summer for yeah. me. And the nice part is is now it's like I got so oh the AC came on. I I spend so much time outside now. We're like I absolutely love it. Like it's I I think I'm outside. I don't know five days a week, like extended yeah. periods of time. That's amazing. Like every night, either running, walking, or doing something. But fuck, are we at fifty eight minutes? 56 Holy shit Pretty good one man Yeah honestly We got going Once we got going It was a slow start I mean I was like We gotta, we gotta get into this Like something Yeah The last The second half hour Just fucking flew by Yeah 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 Anyways cool. I think it's What else uh, Anything else going on now, Let's wrap this up This is a good hour My man's good at the hour Margaret's fucking cut Yeah it. I mean Like we could talk about So many other things But I feel like it's like We got into some good ones there um, Plus a Friday I'm trying to think If there's any good questions To ask you To end it off on Hmm. I don't have a good one. Oh, I asked you right what the best thing we're looking forward to. Anyways, we wrap it up. Actually, no, dream dream guest you'd want to have on the pod for the rest of the year. That's easy. It's like the, the dinner party thing. I Like, dream guest? One guest. One person. Or one. if it's like a band or a group, you can have the whole group, I guess. If we get one person? One person. Mark Wahlberg. Really? Scratch that. No. You know what? Yeah. Mark, okay, that's a good one. Because I don't know why I came, I don't know, it came up because I was playing uh, I was playing golf with Mike today, and Mike always joke about golf, about like like um, Mark Wahlberg would go out like at seven in the morning for his tea time and play in like two hours. He basically would have a caddy driving the cart. He would hit the ball, run to the next shot, and get his cardio in. So he'd basically play around golf for two hours half the time, wow. which is insane. Um, and he's a golf course in his backyard, which is great. Like he built a golf course at his place in California. Um, so I was thinking about him and like that guy does so much, even though if I had to sit down with somebody, pro- the first person I probably pick is either like Shaquille O'Neal or, or Jamie Foxx, probably Mark Wahlberg, that guy, like just sit down with him and hear like his, what he does for business and like his Well, she is like his daily routine is fucking absolutely wild. You see the documentary about, I think it's on Netflix, no. uh, no, on, um, HBO. It's pretty good. Well, you see, you he made like a comment it. the other day. Someone's like, why haven't you been on any late night shows? He's like, oh, recently he's like, cause I. I, I'm not up late at night. Yeah. I go to bed too early. How how would I do that? Who's up bed at like 7 p.m.? He's up at 3 a.m. Yeah. to work out. First workout. Is that? Yeah. yeah. Go on. You have Crave? Yeah, I got Crave. Go on Crave and look up. Um, just look up Mark Wahlberg. I don't know if it's like about him and his family, but it's basically following how he got into like the F. It's a five-part series. How he got into like the F45, um, his new clothing brand, um, Federal or something. Okay. Fe- or Municipal. Municipal clothing. It's just cool. It follows him and like the that part of his life, just like pre early pandemic time. It's pretty cool. I had something to say and I just forgot it. I know. Sorry, I saw you kind of getting something there. Mark Wahlberg, crazy routines, workouts. Who would you who would you want to get on the podcast? It's funny because the person that came into my mind when I was asking you the question was Conor McGregor, just because I feel like he'd be yeah, fucking he's like. So I just feel like it would be so much fun. But I'm like, is that really the one? Like, is that my one person? It's hard to think about because there's so many different people. But then know. it's like, okay, am I saying a name that's like, you know, like Mike Weir would be super cool and that's like kind of realistic. Like, I, I take back what I said. Not Mark Wahlberg. Warren Buffett. Oh, Warren Buffett, yeah. Uncle yeah. Warren, baby. 
I feel like he'd be like, I feel like he'd be, it's so smart, but he's someone I'd rather sit down at a dinner table with, not a podcast. Yeah. That's a fair point. You know what I mean? I feel like on the podcast, I would just be like sitting here like, okay, obviously you're picking his brain. Like you want to know everything about like how he fucking makes his decision. You want to have something that maybe aren't better. Yeah. It's more of like private conversations than public conversations. I've been following. Like more as Conor McGregor, like. You like, want that. I'll yeah, you want, yeah. I want that excitement. I want that energy. I yeah, want like, yeah, yo, yeah. like the fucking block. <laughs> he fucking talks. I, uh, man, well, Warren Buffett. That, if I had a dinner party, I take back what I said. I don't know why I never said this. Warren Buffett or Charlie Munger. Charlie Munger might be on there. Both of them might be on there, man. I bought Charlie Munger's Almanac. It's called Charlie, uh, Poor Charlie's Almanac. And it's like, what's a, Almanac? An Almanac is a, I'm going to just say a book with facts. I could be getting wrong. <laughs> I used to have an Almanac as a kid. I think it's about like facts and like thoughts or whatever. And uh, anyways, I bought this almanac. It was like like a hundred bucks, I think. It's an expensive book. Probably one of them, probably the most expensive book I bought. Ninety something dollars. And it's this big like coffee table book. And it's basically like a part biography about him, written from different people that have been in his life, but also his thoughts. And he's like one of the smartest investors of all time. And I'm reading this thing, and I was like, there's some things that he talks about his mannerisms and how he's like a little bit more brash talks a lot all these things and i'm like wow sounds familiar maybe i'm charlie munger <laughs> no i'm kidding but anyways it was uh it was interesting what was i going at that point i forget but uh, who knows we're gonna um, get, we're gonna we're gonna pick this back up we're gonna have some exciting guests on here again we're gonna get we're gonna get the ball rolling we'll get some crazy crazy guests yeah and then we'll set some like, we have to put more, we're just gonna invest the time it's yeah. it, that's it's hard it's it's, it's, it's so much harder too in the summer too because again like we both have like so many extracurriculars that we want to do, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, you have times with Becca. You're running, you're golfing, like, and then work for us is both like really crazy, right? Yeah. Like, this is peak season for me. I know it's super busy for you, so it's tough, right? But I know I feel like we we're we'll get back on track, you know. Now it's like let's we're gonna head into Europe, and then once once Europe, cause we gotta get a couple big ones before we leave. And I'm working on a couple things, so if those happen, great. If not, not the end of the world. Um, we'll get some friends back on here. We'll just have some good fucking times. I know we have a couple Saturdays that I think we have we have blocked off, so we're gonna have some fun ones like that. Remember what we did with John Famos? So we'll yeah. have like a, a nice day like that. Again. Uh, man, I get those guys back on anytime. They're so funny. What do you Almost say? Monday's coming back too, eh? Those kids. What do you mean? They're coming back not to the pod, but they're coming back to Toronto next month for a show. So I mess with like, good boys. Let's get you back in here. Let's go to the show. Go. Yeah. Oh, for sure we'll go. I gotta remember. Are they actually back to Toronto that fast? I think it's like a bigger show now because last time was like a three, four hundred person show. I think this one's like a decent size. They're doing a tour. By the end of this year, we're going to fill this wall. Oh, for sure. Like this wall will be filled 100%. Yeah. Anybody's got any note. good guests, let us know. Yeah. But on that note, yeah. It's fun, man. Pow. Time's it. Yeah, I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> you just shook my hand for once. That's- Anyways, love you. Guys, if you listen, share this with your friends. Follow us. Actually, George, you're off social media again, right? I deleted my Instagram again, but I'm still on there. So you can go follow you me. You just deleted the app. Deleted the app. And then TikTok, are you still on or you delete that I, too? I wiped everything. So fully delete, There's no delete. videos on TikTok. I'm off TikTok. Wow, okay. 100% off. And I ain't letting China have my data. <laughs> hey, fair. You fair. not hear what happened? No. The, it was shown that the Chinese government uh, has access to the, the data through Twitter, I believe. Could be misquoting this, but I believe they... they that the data through Twitter is being through ByteDance is being shared with like Chinese officials and government and all that stuff. So I'm like, you know what? I'm probably better off saving these shit videos of mine on my camera roll and they don't need to have them. They don't need to know who I am. Probably not going back there for a while. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm off of that stuff. Even Twitter. Don't get me started on Twitter. That fucking Elon Musk burned me that mother. No, I'm kidding. Did you lose on that? No, I didn't. You want to hear a quick story? You got it. So 
everyone said, you know, don't buy Twitter. It's risky. It's stupid. And I said, you know what? You're right. My, with the way I invest, I try to follow the, you know, the, the Berkshire Hathaway school of, of uh, thought. And I go for value, whatever, for the most part. Sometimes I get caught up in the hoopla and jump in. Um, but I went and invested in Activision earlier this year, like in January, shortly after, coincidentally, Berkshire Hathaway took a position in it. Because I was like, you know what? It's an arbitrage play. And like, this doesn't seem like it'll get blocked because whatever, for whatever reasons that I had in my head, which clearly Warren Buffett thought the same thing. So am I like Charlie Munger did, or Buffett? Did you win on that one? Uh, it's still, it's gonna, it won't close that deal till like June of next year. So it's a long, long play, but I think I think Berkshire taking more a bigger position. So um, okay. Twitter. anyways, so I saw Twitter, a Twitter deal. Um, Elon Musk announced he's buying it. I didn't, I didn't own Twitter at that time. Never had Twitter, didn't buy it. It popped up to like, f the deal was announced at to be closed at $54.20. It was up to like forty something, I think it went up to. Or I actually might have gone all the way to fifty four, but then it came down because they thought it was, a, you know, it wasn't going to materialize. And then he talked about backing out, putting on hold, whatever. So the stock price came all the way back down to thirty six dollars, and I was like, hmm, this was probably about a month ago. And it was on a time where he was, you know, waffling a bit, but he was still some signs that they were extending in the day. And I was like, okay, you know what, thirty six dollars, this is pretty low. There's a big arbitrage spread here, and I was like. I feel like it's going to go through. I feel like he wants it. Even though he's downplaying this, he probably has buyer's remorse. He probably doesn't want to pay that price because the market's taking a downturn. He rushed in. He's maybe regretting it. This is all assumptions, by the way, not investment advice. So I'm like, okay, I could, I, this, I'll could. i take this risk. Worst case, it drops down. If that deal doesn't materialize, it could plunge. But I, my gut tells me this is a, like it's going to happen. Like He's the only one that can really unlock the potential, whatever. So I bought it. Small position uh, in my portfolio, like not a lot. But... I bought it and I was holding it. And then a couple of days after I have it, okay, there's some new news. Okay, they're working through it. The banks are working through the deal. It's going up a little bit. I'm up like, through the span of two weeks, I basically, it, cl it climbed, let's say 11% from where I was at, which is a pretty good, healthy return in two in weeks. Two weeks. Oh, fuck yeah. So my brother goes, get out. Just take your returns. Don't get greedy. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, he's probably right. But I'm like, you know what? I still believe it's going to close. My man's holding the bag. I believe it's going to close. I believe whatever. And then it started, the news started getting bad. So it came back down. So I was pretty much flat. Like I was even. But I'm like, you know what? I still have good faith. And then Elon Musk announces, deals off. He signed the SEC documents, deals off. Stock goes down after hours. And I was thinking about selling. I was actually even at this point, a few days, at the beginning of this week, I think. What now when this comes out? Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, it's I'm at even. I'm like, you know what? I should probably just take my position out and just call it a spade a spade. I don't like this because I bought this on a whim, and I like I should never buy. I believe you should not buy a stock that when you go to bed at night you're thinking about. It. You should not have to think about it. So whatever. Didn't sell that day. It's a Monday, I think. Comes out saying deals off officially. Goes down five percent after hours. I'm like, shit. Wake up in the morning, another three percent. So I'm down like eight. I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, okay, I can't sell yet. Let me just wait out a bit. Twitter countersue or announced they're going to countersue. The stock came back up. The next morning, I was only down 5%. I'm like, you know what? I can't deal with this headache. Take my loss. Same with the Facebook thing. I'm like, get me out of here. So I think I sold that like a 4% loss, which again, not a big position, so it was okay. Then the next day, so sorry, before I sold, I'm like, do I just hold? I'm like, this this is going to take a while to materialize. I, I love how this is the short. So no, but I, yeah, I'm like, I don't want, it's only been three minutes, four minutes. <laughs> Anyways, I was like, I, I shouldn't rush out of this. I gotta, I'm not going to panic sell. I'm like, you know what, though, because I don't have to deal with this. I can put this in another position that I want to buy so I can reallocate this capital. So I'm like, screw it. Took 4% loss. Not a big deal. Um, I sold. And then, I'll, and then they, I knew that Twitter was going to countersue. So when then Twitter announced a countersue the next day, the stock kind of climbed back up. So it was only down 2%. And then 
Hindenburg Research, which is that do you know who they are? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they announced that they're taking a long position in Twitter. I Meaning I think the deal's they're gonna close. The stock jumps like seven percent. So I not only if I just held on twenty four more hours, I would have clawed back. I probably still would have sold out then. But what you would have been up a couple percent. Yeah, four, but five, see, because I panicked and I got emotional. It's just stupid. It's I tough, though. It's tough. But Hindenburg Research is—it's crazy. They shorted test. They shorted Twitter when the deal was announced. They thought it wasn't going to materialize, or not shortly after it was announced. Made a lot of money in that short. They closed the short out, and then I guess all the data that they've taken and what they have access to, they believe that he's going to be forced to buy or settle. So they're taking a long. If I had waited and I stuck with my gut, I still believe in the end they're going to make him buy it. I think that he's. He's shit the bed, and I'll go on record saying this. And I, I, I would put my money where my mouth was, but I'm not going back into this deal now that I sold out. No, yeah, you take your loss. But four percent's not much. You know what? It doesn't matter my ego, my pride. I still believe what I believe from the beginning. I should have stuck to my guns, but I, ca- I became a coward. <laughs> and that's my story to end the podcast. Basically, George the coward. More of the story: Don't buy shit that you're not comfortable holding forever. And I know that, and that's what yeah. I do. And that there's a few bets. I'm- I made a few bets uh, yeah. this year, one on Facebook, one on Twitter, two companies that I despise, Facebook especially despise, but the price to earnings seemed good, and I went in, got burned by the earnings report, and Twitter, I never liked Twitter. I, I haven't sold a stock ever in my life. Ever? Ever. I've held everything. Everything I've bought, I've held. And oh, can I ask overall? Overall, I'm, oh, I'm crushing. But like percentage return, do you know? Probably like 35. I was up a lot more, but then recently- From when did you start investing? Probably 2018, 19. Mind you, a big a half of my portfolio is probably Apple. So between Apple, Google, Richie's, and Magna, it's like two thirds of my portfolio, and those are all like, Bro, you're like huge Buff, job. Basically. Mind you, like I've got like probably way less than you do, right? I've, Not I've, way I've, less, but yeah, yeah but I don't I've been accumulating. Yeah, mine's yeah. in my RSP. Mine accumulate. is like I'll buy like a, a little bit every now and then. I don't. I'm not gonna say numbers, obviously, but. Um, I don't. I don't do too much. But for me, it's like you. I think you might either. I read it or you told me it's like buy a company that you would want to own, and outside of the one company well, i bought recently maybe like two months ago i bought one random company i can't remember what it was called because i read it somewhere uh outside of that one they're all companies i'd want to own or that i do business with yeah like cool. all my construction ones I, I love them all they're all killing it yeah richie's is actually down right now compared to what it was but anyways um but yeah that's how i started the first stock i ever bought i think was nike which obviously uh, i got nike video all nike's nike. fucking so nike for-, for me i bought when i bought it it was up i was up pretty big and it came down a lot a lot a lot i'm like you know what i think where the market's at consumer discretionary yeah consumer mm-hmm. discretionary is not going to be in favor right now so i sold nike which i'm yeah i don't know why i did that if no, i believe in that company forever i shouldn't have done it i get a little impatient at times my, my craziest one was i remember um end game was coming out and i'm like you know what i think i think it's gonna be a great movie for disney i'm gonna buy disney mike and mike and yanni were big on yeah. those two and i did that and that, that worked for me again that one's down too because the theme parks obviously covid whatever uh, but that one still did well for me. So yeah. I, I go overall, I'm happy. Good. Anyways. We can wrap it there because I told a long story on Twitter. I am a coward. <laughs> don't <laughs> don't buy, buy Twitter. Twitter. Don't buy Facebook. Honestly, Actually, like I'm down Facebook too. You guys all said don't buy it. I bought it because I thought I liked the discount. I think I'm like down. Would, I'm down like six percent, seven percent. That's not that's right. No, it's, that's sorry, again, it's, it's like five percent of my fucking the, Fun fact: I think this could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that Facebook is one of the most. Um, in the past quarter, maybe Facebook was one of the most purchased stocks by like institutional investors, I think, because of like the relative price to earnings. Facebook has also a history of like taking these massive swings, massive drops, massive swings, massive drops, because I guess people just like lose faith and vilify them, whatever. Yeah. So you might be on the upswing, buddy. Love it. Hold out. Anyways, that's it. Cheers. You like to drink and to smoke, to take away the pain. 
Takes in every high, got alone, no one thing. Good night.